Hello, and welcome to the Empowerography Podcast. This is a platform created for women's voices to be heard and a place to share their stories, journeys, and successes with the world for the purpose of helping other women who might be on similar journeys. We are empowering women one episode at a time. I'm your host, Brad Walsh, so kick back, grab one of your favorite beverages, and enjoy the stories. The world needs to hear your message and your story, so don't deny the world of that gift within you that the universe has given you. Someone out there needs to hear your story because it will support them in feeling hope, inspired, and even transformed. Do you want to discover how I help get my clients out of their own way, show up, and confidently share their message? I would love to extend an invitation to you to join me in my free masterclass, Start Your Own Podcast from Idea to Implementation, on Wednesday, April 5th at 1 p.m. Eastern. You can find the registry link in the show notes. Hope to see you there. Hello there, Brad Walsh here, your host of the Empowerography podcast. Today, my guest is Andy Muncy. She is the founder and creator of the Alexa Where Is My Period 28-Day Challenge. Welcome, Andy. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you for taking and making the time to be here with me today. How are you no, doing? Thank you, Brad, because you're being so open and curious and diving deep into this subject with me. <laughs> and just a quick shout out to Kaki Lee for connecting us. So yes, Kaki. Yeah, cocky is amazing. So I'm really excited to have you here, Andy, and looking forward to jumping in. So with that being said, let's jump right in. So when did you found and create this challenge? Well, yeah, it's a bit of a journey of how it got here, but it came about probably when the pandemic hit and I had to pivot. And I'd actually created Alexa Where Is My Period back in 2017. And it was actually part of a workshop. And it was about bringing women together and to intimately play out every phase of the menstrual cycle and dive deep into this close setting of four women getting together. Anyway, so it was sitting on its side, just by its lonesome, and I didn't think anything of it or nothing like that. And then what happened in 2020? And so I was just like the workshop had to close down and I've got this app. I've never used it before. It was my own creation. And I was like, I'm going to use it. For 30 days. And I'd been working on my cycle for over six, seven, eight years by that stage. And I was blown away how the app that I created was going deeper into my actions, my behaviors, my reactions. And I was just doing it, just getting a forecast every day and just seeing what manifested in my life. And so I did that for probably two months. And I was just like, if that's happening to me, I got to go now test it on four other girls and see if what's happening in my world is going to happen in their life. And at that stage, it was so relaxed. I created a documentary. It was like, you just do the app whenever you feel like it. And that might have been one or two days per week. And they were doing video diaries. And so I got to look at their journey over 28 days of them experiencing the app and how they dive deep into their cycle. And from that point onwards, it was just like, hang on a minute. 
It's not a documentary anymore. It has to be a challenge. So then I got the next four girls involved and mm-hmm. it had to be a challenge. It was a challenge and that, and then I changed it. It was like, no, this is serious. Every day you need to show up. Every day you need to get a forecast and every day you need to do a video diary. And that was the turning point of it becoming a challenge and it starting to gain momentum and, and many women around the world doing the challenge from there. So yeah, it's been such an evolution. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Awesome. So can you tell us about the challenge and creation, like how it all works? How it all works? Yeah. Yeah. Very simple. All you do is every day when you wake up, you talk to Alexa, where is my period? And you get a forecast. And what she's going to ask you is what date was the first day of your period? Now, Alexa will know what phase of your cycle you're in because you've got four distinct hormonal changes. She understands the energies that are going to be coming up there. She's your intuitive girlfriend. And she also knows where the moon is when you get your forecast forecast and there's four phases of the moon that also can influence our energy so she's giving you a forecast based on those two energies and so you take that forecast with you throughout the day and then when you're ready you jump on camera and you do a video reflection of what came up for you in your day, how you reacted to that forecast. And it's like move over pen and paper for journaling. It's now videoing and it's super, super powerful because once you start and you're committed to a 28-day process and seeing yourself, it becomes like a self-love mirror challenge as you keep showing up. And by day 10, you have a very powerful epiphany and just relax into the camera that's what i've seen so far with all the women that have done it they fully relax they forget about the camera and now they're just fully into the experience and so it might sound oh that sounds very simple this one forecast but what it does is it's very intentional so when you start the challenge it's super intentional and then what the forecast does is because you're on this 28 day journey of showing up every day you become a curious detective so you got the, the detective hat on and you start looking at everything. You start noticing what's happening in your body. You start, why did I react to that? You start, oh, I see that I'm doing this. And you start really analyzing every aspect of your behavior that happened on that day. And that builds and builds as you go over the 28 days. And remember, you have four hormonal shifts and you're documenting that. And this is the biggest difference. I love that women are here listening to this podcast. I love that there's so much information out there that women can tap into like the books, videos, podcasts, but just imagine a surfer. Imagine you want to be a surfer and you read all the books, you go to all the masterclasses, you listen to all the podcasts, but you never actually Go out there with your own surfboard, paddle out into the wave, turn around, look at the wave coming and try and catch that (laughs) wave. I can't tell you this is the same with your menstrual cycle. And I know I know you've been living with your menstrual cycle for so many years. I know and I know you're in tune with your body, but This challenge takes you to the next level because you're consciously living your cycle every day and you are waking up 
to the hormone changes that are happening and what your body is trying to tell you. And that's what sets me apart from any masterclass you're going to go to on the menstrual cycle, any book that you're going to read. You actually have to consciously live every day of your menstrual cycle to make changes. And I want to help you and I want to then the next step is to design your entire life around your menstrual cycle. And that's what I'm here to do. And it's just mind blowing. (laughs) That is powerful because not only are you helping the women get in tune with their bodies and their menstrual cycle, but you're also helping them to step into their visibility because they're Mm -hmm. having to show up on camera, which is very important because a lot of people struggle with that. And a lot of women struggle with showing up visibly in their power, in their authenticity. So it's twofold for the women. So also they have to download the Alexa, where is my period 28 day challenge app. So where do they find that? Where do they download that? Well, it's on Amazon Alexa. So every phone um, can get that off the Play Store or off the App Store. So it's very, very easy. Yeah. So do they have to have an Alexa? No, it's all on your phone. Beautiful. Okay. I just want to clarify that for the ladies listening. Perfect. Thank you, Andy. Yeah. Very easy. So you say that you made the guy with Amazon Alexa. Can you share a little bit about its creation and how you created it using Alexa? How was that birthed? Right. So my husband is actually my mentor. So um, he's a true entrepreneur. So he has been guiding me throughout this whole process. And so his foundation for anything is you have to have the why why are you doing something and you have to have the passion behind it. So my job was to create the why and I had developers in Sri Lanka who actually developed the programming behind it. But I knew what I was doing. It all came from out of this this workshop experience that I actually created a game for four women to play. They were playing around the menstrual cycle and it was an added addition because we wanted to bring in modern technology into a face-to-face game situation and we wanted to raise its level. The game and the workshop has different levels of fun and excitement and we wanted that and so that was part of it. But remember, whenever you create something, it's the why because you have so many people out there that are the how-to people. They can do it. And so Actually, that was a process to get the Sri Lankan team on board because we did have to get quotes from a number of different companies to see, can you do this? Do you understand this? And we were living in Sri Lanka at the time, so we were getting these quotes and we knew how simple it was because we could see the algorithm behind it. And we contacted the agency and they said 50000 US dollars. And we were just like, <laughs> we can't afford that. But yeah. we know how simple it is. And so from there, we just kept finding, quoting, getting different quotes. And it came from a, a business mentor in Sri Lanka. He was Australian at the time, had a connection with an app developer. And they came down from Colombo to our city Goal, and we had a meeting, and it was actually a male team. Okay, got it straight away. <laughs> it was a blessing and synchronicity working at the same time. It was really beautiful. <laughs> I was just going to say synchronistic, absolutely. Yeah, it was. It was. So I'm going to assume here that the creation of this challenge was at least in part due to your own frustration and struggles with your own menstrual cycle. Can you elaborate a bit on that for us? 
Well, I can say that I was actually totally unconscious. My mom was very open with her body. She was very like, this is a natural part of life. She wasn't afraid to be naked in front of you. Her cycle was irregular. And so I took on her patternings. I felt like my mom and I were entwined like that and I couldn't find my own identity and I felt like I was so robotic and I had so much of my mom's conditioning upon me. And my mom also, like you get most of your conditioning from your mom until you start questioning a lot of the the patterns and until you find what works for you. And if it's the same as your mom, that's great. But you still need to go through that process of questioning, should I do it this way? What feels right for me another thing that she told me was put a tampon in and you can do anything you can go running go swimming do anything so there was none of this ebb and flow and the next thing that that I picked up from my mom was she's very productive 24 7 no rest and I was totally different I remember being in my 20s working full-time and on a Saturday I would be in the afternoon just so exhausted and that would be like my mom wouldn't appreciate me being halfed out or complete exhaustion and not doing anything she had to be on the go all the time so in my 20s totally unconscious to my menstrual cycle showed up okay whatever that was my level And then when I was 24, I broke away from my mom. It was the first time I moved to London. So I had that distance from her, which was so important to start unpeeling the onion layers. And I feel from 24 to 30, I was having a spiritual awakening, peeling back those onion layers. Part of my spiritual awakening was Eckhart Tolle, the power of now, and really connecting to who I was on the inside and my intuition, but still unconscious to my body and then it was when I was 31 I moved to the Philippines and the first book I read was by Dr. Leonard Schlein Sex Time Power and he researched into what a woman's menstrual cycle gave man and he saw that the woman's menstrual cycle by counting the number of days by being so connected to the earth and could see that the menstrual cycle happened on the new moon 29.5 days and it happened again that was the start of counting that was one lunar month and so it was through a woman's menstrual cycle that gave the concept of time of past present and future go read that book totally recommend it to everyone that book just hit me in the heart and was just like this has been the thing that has been missing my whole life. I've never talked to anyone about the menstrual cycle. In all my spiritual books, I never read anything about the menstrual cycle, never read anything about the moon and how a woman's menstrual cycle was connected to the moon. And from that moment on, I went into a deep dive and kept attracting all these books. Dr. Christine Northrup, Women's Bodies, Women's Wisdom, Miranda Gray, The Optimized Woman, and Alyssa Vitti. I forget her book, but super powerful. That's when I went deep into my menstrual cycle. And I'd been on, since I was 24, I'd always asked, what is my purpose? Why am I here? What over and over? And when I read that, I was just like, I found it. And I even wrote <laughs> a children's book from it, like for a, for a young girl. I was so inspired. It was all coming from within me to yeah, to, to transform women's lives around the world. But it, that wasn't what I was meant to do, like where I started. I started yeah. with, 
with the teenage book, but it then went into a game and now it went into a challenge. So yeah, it's been a very interesting journey. <laughs> One hell of a journey. Absolutely. Now, you say that understanding your cycle is like searching and finding hidden treasure. In your opinion, what are the top three causes or reasons that women don't understand their cycles and how do we begin to change the issue? Yeah, well, one, it comes from your parenting. And so right. our mothers have forgotten, the grandmothers have forgotten. So it is a societal conditioning and you just until you break the mold, until you want to go out and discover who you really are, you're going to just keep up those patterns of societal conditioning, especially your parents. All your first conditioning comes from your parents. Yeah. The next thing is birth control. It's in the mainstream. If you look up the work of Dr. Jolene Brighton, go look at her work, her statistics. Over 60% of women in the West from 14 years are prescribed birth control for acne and irregular periods. Now, I have to tell you that is wrecking our natural cycles. It is wrecking our connection to the light inside of us and it's taking that away. So that would be my number two thing. And number three, we also live in a modern society now where women want to be equal as men and they want to do everything that men can do. And there is a a trade-off to that. Men's hormones are pretty much stable. Yes, they have a rise in testosterone in the morning. They don't operate like us. We are cycliptic. We are changing every week of every month. If you can imagine the four seasons, winter, menstrual, you like, that's your first week, then it's spring, then it's summer, then it's autumn. And you just continuously do that (laughs) and do that. So yeah, that would be my top three, I'd say. So aside from your program, what is one tip or takeaway that you can share with the women listening to the podcast that they can implement immediately to begin to get a better understanding of their cycles? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say look at the seasons of the year. Think about the seasons. You do. You have to think about the seasons of winter, spring, summer, and autumn and think of what you love doing in each of those seasons and how you can implement those activities. And you've got to think of everything. With that, it's also like food is connected to that as well. I change my food according to which phase of my cycle I'm in. And another one is sleep. Yeah. Think about the seasons again. Do you need, you know, so much sleep in spring and summer? And where do you become like a winter bear, like more here? So your sleep patterns change. So sometimes you might be saying, oh, I feel like I'm not getting enough sleep. I feel like I was awake all night. What phase of your cycle are you in? Do you know what I mean? Everything relates back to your hormones. And this work never stops Yeah, because you need to then uncover the patterns. There is patterns. So on certain days of your cycle, you will know that maybe here on day six of my cycle, I'm in my follicular phase and I'm up at 6 a.m. and I'm ready to go. And that happens every day six of my cycle. So what can you do to take advantage of that extra motivation and that extra energy when you get to this phase? There so is- self-awareness is key. Yeah. 
what are some of the things then that need to shift or change in terms of teaching the younger girls who are just beginning their journey into their menstrual cycles to understand their cycles to help benefit them from a young age so that they're not struggling into their adult years and have a better understanding of it all? Mm. Do they like to read my period 28 day challenge? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so biased because the other thing that I've, I've, because I've interviewed so many women to do this challenge and they're all like, everything's on my app. And when I dig deeper into, okay, well, tell me when you get to ovulation, what does your body tell you when you're in that phase? I don't know. The app just tells me, okay, where are your emotions at when you get into ovulation? How are you feeling? I don't know. The app just tells me. Do you see what I mean? There's a a disconnect between the information and them understanding their own bodies. That's why you need to consciously live every day of your cycle to try and figure it out. That's why other menstrual cycle coaches want you to track they want you to track your moods, your behavior, yourself, not the app telling you what you should be right. feeling. Because the other thing is my menstrual cycle is going to be different to the next woman's and the next woman's. So, for example, on day four of my cycle, I'm ready to go out in the world, but other women might need to hibernate until day five of their cycle. Do you know what I mean? And ovulation, this is another thing. The textbook of ovulation is social connection, being around others, serving others. Do you know when I get to day uh, 14 of my cycle, I'm turning inward. I don't want to connect with anyone. I'm not the textbook definition. That's why you have to consciously live every day of your cycle to figure it out for yourself. I'm biased. I'm sorry. So what is one of the biggest struggles that you see and hear from your clients who are coming to you for help and looking to work with you? Women that have got pain points with their cycle. So I had one lady who had PCOS. I had one lady that had a cyst on her ovary. So from them doing the challenge, they started to intently listen to their body and what it was telling them. I remember having Sophie, she was 35 in France. She did it publicly so I can tell her name. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't have to, don't have to do the challenge publicly. It can be privately. She did the challenge. She was living in China. She had a cyst on her ovary and she got 10 days into the challenge and she just puts up her hands and she goes, I get it. I get it. My body is not telling me to drink the Coke anymore. My body is telling me to go outside now. And by the end of it, because she experienced such excruciating pain every menstrual phase, and she also experienced very strong raging emotions in her PMS. But by intently listening every day of her cycle, it reduced all those symptoms. And she had, for the first time in her life, a pain-free menstrual cycle. And she Everything and shifted for her. Everything shifted. And now she's lost so much weight. She used to have really short hair. She's grown her hair. She's lost weight. She's really tapped into her femininity and she's moved out of China and now she's just this empowered woman just fully connected you know to herself so yeah it was an amazing transformation that one that is powerful and beautiful you said Andy that you started tracking your cycle and you hacked it how long did that take for you to gather all the information and what do you mean you hacked your cycle can you explain that 
I did that for a year. So when okay. I was around 34, I think I would get, so I'd say like, but I did it on a piece of paper. So okay. I'd go day one menstrual. I, I knew what the moon was doing at that day. So just say it was the new moon. And I would write how I was feeling, what was coming up for me, what I wanted to do, even if I didn't do it. So what was inside of me, if I had any dreams, if I had any out-of-the-box creative solutions, I'd write everything down, what food I ate, and I did that for a year when I was 34. Holy shit, that's a, that's intense. And I was very lucky. I've lived a very blessed life. Um, my husband took me out of the mainstream and I was able to go within and really figure out who I was on the inside and which is an important part of the journey. It was very, and now because I was blessed with that, I'm now here to help and transform women from around the world's relationship with their periods. So yeah, it was never in vain. It was always to how many people can we serve? And that's why we chose Alexa as well because our philosophy was how can we create a system that we can serve many women around the world at once? And that's how also how Alexa, Alexa manifested in our life because we started with that foundation. So Love it. You mentioned also that the hormones of the menstrual cycle impact your energy, mood, and behavior. Yeah. And there are easy ways of making their ebb and flow work for you. Can you explain a little bit about that? Yeah. Well, once you know you know, what this each season means to you, you can design your entire life around it. So we all know that the menstrual phase, so, you know, how many days do you feel like you need to rest and recharge? And another thing about this and what I learned in on my journey is vocabulary. I never had the vocabulary that your menstrual cycle was the most intuitive time for a woman. I never had the vocabulary that your PMS emotions in your luteal phase are truth bombs. They're trying to get your attention. They're trying to get you to look within and reflect. So this challenge, again, is all about vocabulary and vocabulary helps you on your conscious journey and so here you know my menstrual phase if I just do it for me is one to three I get into my follicular so my energy is coming back I'm highly motivated if I can leave a task to just imagine I've got some tax to do and I have to focus intently on the numbers and I'm here in my luteal phase it doesn't happen easily it takes right. time my brain's foggy and I can't do it but if I know I've, I have time and there's no deadline I leave it to my follicular phase boom it's done within a matter of minutes and another thing this is where your healthy eating starts again if you're ever doing any diets or want to break unhealthy habits you need to start here. I just had a client wanted to quit coffee and she announced it, which was great here in her PMS phase. And I asked her, how are you going with that? She goes on, I couldn't do it. I'm like, (laughs) you need to start it here. You know, to be in your follicular phase when your emotions are most stable, your estrogen is on the rise here. And that, if you go to the scientific level, the egg is starting to bubble away. Which egg are you going to choose in the follicles? So 
Yeah, it's very interesting that this happens. You can mash the science and the spiritual, the conscious side to it. It's very interesting. Yeah, so, you know, so much energy. Then you come into your ovulation phase and then what do you want to do there? Are you open for more connections and deeper, meaningful conversations? This is where you look your best. This is when your skin is glowing. This is where live podcasts or getting on camera or having conversations, this is where it's at. And yeah, and then see how long this summer energy lasts for you. How long does it last? Because again, we're all different. You might last until day 20 of your cycle. And then here we get into our luteal phase. And oh, sorry. And this is like your peak estrogen peak testosterone so this is libido high then we get into our luteal phase and our estrogen plummets our testosterone plummets and our progesterone rises and this is what mimics a woman in her third trimester who's nesting at home who's getting ready for a baby she wants to be at home she wants to prepare food make sure there's food in the cupboard she wants warmth and security and comfort so that's your luteal phase and just for my cycle I drop and this when I say I drop my estrogen drops day 17 day 19 day 21 and so I can feel it in my body I have to go into my room I have to put on an inner child meditation I have to connect to myself and then I'm ready to go out because otherwise I will be in a state of anger irritation frustration yeah all my (laughs) wounds will come out you know what you're irritated with day-to-day life and then the cycle just keeps going and going (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much andy for sharing that andy what do you think your unique skill set or superpower is that's helped you become successful Uh, my curiosity yeah so success how do you define that word what does that word mean to you how many women i can help and transform their life and also living from within, living authentically and living in flow with the energy. And I'm so blessed that I've got to this point of where I live from within. I define my whole life around my cycle. I flow with the energy. My whole creation has been created on my cycle. So for me, my most creative, my most intuitive, my most download days are in my PMS. So before I had my son, I would be in bed on my laptop and it would all just be all the ideas flowing. And so I just want to say to all the women out there who say they're psychic and intuitive, and maybe you are, but I've had psychics and healers do this and they are amazed of where they are in their cycle and where the pinpoints are of their heightened intuitive abilities because they just think it's normal, they're on a straight line, but their hormones are actually impacting them every Mm. week and every month. And it's very fascinating. It's very It is for sure. What would you say is one of the most important things you've learned in your life and what was your life like before learning it and what was your life like after learning it? totally unconscious and that we totally live in a matrix that's conditioning us to be a certain way and I was a complete robot 
didn't understand how the world worked. I just didn't understand. I just wasn't conscious, but I was so lucky that I took time. I had to go to London. I lived in Japan and I had to just observe people. Like I had a good upbringing. I had a mum and dad until I was 13. So I'm lucky that I had that part of my childhood safe and secure and my father was present and he allowed my mum to be in her feminine role. So I was very blessed that those years created a positive impact on my life, but still the divorce I think impacted my life. And just from that, I had to go out and observe what everyone else did to figure out what life was all about. And I remember being in Thailand and I would talk to people and all they talked about was their family, their relationships and food. (laughs) And now just the conditioning that's out there is horrendous and how they connected in this modern world when you are bombarded and you are comparing yourself to everyone that's next to you whether that's in your physical environment whether that's on social media it's so hard to stay connected and stay true to who you are and remember how blessed you are and that this is who you are it's very hard it is yeah for sure what was a turning point in your life and how did that affect you have to be my husband. <laughs> Taking me out of the mainstream. At that time, I was just working a normal advertising job Monday to Friday. I was just doing it to live in this beautiful part of Australia. He took me to the Philippines and he was an entrepreneur since he was 21. I was curious though. He didn't force me or anything. And he just threw all his teachings at me, which were Robert Kiyosaki books, Rich Dad, mm-hmm. Poor Dad. The Four Quadrants just blew my mind away. Have you read his books? The employee, the self-employed, the business and the investor. And when I got that quadrant idea and overlaid that on how the world works, I was blown away because I'm just an employee. I was a robot. And the other thing is we've now lived from the Philippines. We lived in Sri Lanka for three years. Then we lived in Vietnam. Now we're here in Albania in the Balkans. And so from that has been also part of our conscious journey because we've been so removed from our parents and our family and I would never have been able to create this being home in Australia. Our parents think we're weird. My brothers won't talk to me and so we've had to come away to do this work and that's a powerful shift. And stay on mission. Yeah. But I it's hasn't been easy. It it's no for sure. yeah, I had to go through a lot of my ego to break down what what I thought my life was in Sri Lanka. It was very difficult. And being away yeah. from my family, having a son, I'm living a completely different life to everybody. We life school our son. We live so far away. I'm doing stuff on the menstrual cycle. How different can it live in Albania? Who lives in Albania? <laughs> <laughs> If you could set up a billboard anywhere, where would you put it and what would it say? Oh, that's a good one. Okay. Be a bit controversial. In the middle of New York or London and say birth control is masking who you really are. It's drugging you. Birth control is drugging you. They want you on birth control. They know this connection for women to source and this is a way. Yes, it liberated women. Yes, it did all those positive things, but there's a downside to all of that. And it's the disconnection from your light. What is your personal motto? Follow the energy. What does the word empowerment mean to you? 
I think it's women living in tune with their menstrual cycle. I think if you're a woman that, that doesn't have this, you're not empowered. This yeah. is the missing piece that every woman is missing. <laughs> and I don't know why women don't want to wake up to this. This is part of our health. Our body is talking to us loudly. And I don't know why. We just, yeah, just our menstrual cycle, whatever, just our period, whatever. But there's so <laughs> much more. <laughs> Start listening. Who in your life has had the biggest impact on you and why? Again, it's my husband. He changed the course of my life. I thought I would be the girl that would be living next to her mom and just have the normal house with a car, two cars and two children and just normal life. <laughs> Societal conditioning standards, right? Yep. But no, here I am. What would you say is the biggest thing you've done or are doing that has helped you achieve the freedom to do the things you enjoy? Well, I couldn't have done it without my husband guiding me, for sure. He supported me this whole time. He wanted me to get out of the mainstream. He knew how important it was for me to focus on myself and bring forth something that we could bring to the world. So. Yeah. Okay, we're going to jump into a little rapid fire section here. So the next grouping of questions just be one, two, three word answer type thing, okay? <laughs> I don't know if I'm good at this. <laughs> You'll be fine. You got this. I believe in you. <laughs> what is your biggest pet peeve? Not finishing tasks. Okay. <laughs> what is your favorite self care practice? My menstrual cycle. <laughs> Would you rather have more time or more money? Time. If you could be remembered for one thing, what would it be? Menstrual cycle. <laughs> How would you describe yourself in one word? Curious. If you could teach the world one thing, what would it be? Menstrual cycle. <laughs> What's one thing you want but cannot buy with money? Time with my mom. And that concludes our rapid fire section. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. What challenge in your life, Andy, has shaped you the most, would you say? Probably living in Sri Lanka, that was so hard. I felt like I was going against the energy there. It was right at certain times. I go, this is where I'm, I'm meant to be, but it just didn't feel right. But there was an, a shaking of the ego there because I, I thought I, I would have this house with this car. I was coming up to 30, 35, 36, 37 there. And there was clashes with my husband because I felt he wasn't producing enough money, even though I was supported. I haven't had to work since I was 31 and just focus on myself and focus on who I am on the inside and bring that forth. So I, I learn about the dynamics of male and female biology, psychology back then. And then we got shifted out of there into Vietnam. And I realized that where I would rather spend money is experiences. So we were always outside. And that's what I got from living in Vietnam, that I'm not even a house person. If I had money, it's all about experiencing this and doing this and sharing memories and how, yeah. So, yeah. but Lanka was very challenging. What is something surprising that you've learned about yourself in the past year? Well, it's been interesting. So I've been put on my path to Jesus here which has okay. been so fascinating because in my whole of my spiritual awakening, I have never met or come across a Christian person on my path. And here of all places in Albania, Jesus has brought me to him. And it's like this year I'm meant to focus on him 
and to look at my beliefs around God and about Jesus. So that's what I'm working on at the moment. What is one thing you love about yourself that is not related to your physical appearance? Um, I'd have to say my curiosity. I love curiosity. If you had the opportunity to sit down and have a one-hour conversation with one woman, any woman in the world, who would it be and why? Well, I think that question's a bit, well, for me, I think women pop up at different stages in your life. And so there's two ways to look at that question. One is from a local perspective and then one is from a global perspective. So locally, a woman has come into my life. She has four children from America. They live down the road in Albania. She has life schooled them and the oldest is now 15. And she has been an inspiration to our family because my husband's a leader in all of the outlook of where the family's headed. And I was... Not sure. I agree with him, but I wasn't sure how this is going to play out and stuff because we've got the five-year-old. They've come into our life and their kids and what she does is just amazing. And she's connected to God and she understands that God gave these kids gifts and her job is to guide the gifts out of them and what they're meant to do in the world. And it's so inspiring. So that would be local. And then global, who I've thought about as I built this business has always been Mary Kay Ash, the cosmetics. And more because the part of her story where she empowered other women and she created that community, that bit, that is what I've held on to in her story and what I want to create. Beautiful. If you could go back and give your younger self one piece of advice, what would that piece of advice be? Well, where I had, well, how do I say it? No, where I stuffed up in life was I thought that as an 18-year-old, I had to connect with everyone. That was the most important when everything was inside of me. And so people led me astray in a way, but I wanted to experience what it meant to be belonging to the mainstream. I had it all inside of me, but I had to experience that to know the difference of what that was like to be a part of a group in the mainstream and then be by myself. Lastly, if you were to deliver your last 30-second speech to the world, your tribe, your corner of the world, your people, what would that last 30 seconds sound like? What words of wisdom would you impart? Your hormones are talking to you loudly. Your body is alive and it wants you to live in flow. It wants you to show how feminine and how intuitive you are. And it wants you to design your entire life around your menstrual cycle to be able to integrate that into your everyday calendar and live a life in flow, in authenticity, and just like with in happiness and contentment. Beautifully said. Andy, thank you so much for taking and making the time to be here with me today and sharing a little bit about your story, your journey, your creation. It's been an absolute pleasure and it's been incredibly educational for me. So thank you for being here with me. I appreciate you and I'm grateful to have you as a member of the Empowerography community. Keep shining your bright, beautiful light out into the world with all that you do. Thank you. I've never been asked all those questions. That was (laughs) such a blessing to have someone ask me questions about my myself that I don't think I yeah I didn't prepare for it was like okay what's gonna come out <laughs> <laughs> it was my pleasure Andy thank you so much 
Once again, my name is Brad Walsh, host of your Empowerography podcast. Today, my guest has been Andy Muncy. She is the creator and founder of the Alexa Where Is My Period 28-Day Challenge. Thanks so much, Andy. I hope you have an amazing rest of the day. Yes, you too, Brad. You too. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. If you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with all your friends. You can find me at visuphoria.ca and follow me on Instagram at Empowerography Podcast and on Facebook at Empowerography. Please join me next time for another inspirational story from yet another amazing woman.